here less than 24 we're in Times Square Park uh, Lower East Side uh, my, my backyard for yes. many many years live from Tompkins Square Park and uh, yesterday less than 24 hours ago I saw this it's like I a, saw that dude it's yeah it's a guy walking around in a bear suit and he's walking a dog I in a bear suit yeah I don't know if you can see anything that's going on I can see yeah you can see and um and I was like, what? I was just following him because I was like, what's going on? And then I, I saw that on your Instagram yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I look at a, a sheet that says, follow me to my house and we can talk. I'm like, what? <laughs> There's a sign over there. I'm going to take a photo and Oh my you. God. It's like, wow. Uh, see, it's great because things in New York are still kind of crazy New York. Well, down point. here, we're in the East Village if, because people listen all over the place. Like I have listeners in Australia and shit. So we're in the East Village, Tompkins Square Park, home of the famous riots right mm -hmm. when was the when were the riots 88 uh, yeah 88 89 89 maybe yeah, yeah 89 yeah. Uh, yeah see i remember i was in maybe freshman year of high school i think and there was this program thing it was called outward bound i don't know if it still exists probably not but we would do like these crazy field trips and school trips and one of them was feed the homeless <laughs> and we were here in Tompkins Square Park and there was nothing but homeless people and it was all like bro like they had like they were like studio apartments almost built like made out of like piano crates and fucking plywood like they had electricity running from fucking poles and shit it was crazy bro <laughs> so like I remember that shit and then I remember on the news like all the riots and shit like that but whenever I think of Tompkins Square Park I think of feeding these homeless people as like a little kid basically right 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 exactly and, and in fact I still feed like crazy homeless people right on, on the weekends uh, and uh and we get this like line of like Chinese people and they play musical hats where they get in line. And musical back, hats? Yeah, they go back in line <laughs> and they change their hat and they change their clothing and they change their jacket and they just keep going back so you can't, you can't tell. Like they're hiding out every time and I have to keep an eye out after them. <laughs> hey, you were in line already. What are you doing? And stuff like that. So it's a different kind of riot. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a fucking half a riot. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, Oh my God! So that's, that's fucking awesome. That's that. uh, but, so you uh, lived? How long you lived down here for? Uh, lived here for over fifteen years. Really? Yeah. No shit. So um, yeah. So basically, I'm I'm from Manhattan and I've lived everywhere. And basically, it's I'm always on the move, like always traveling, always like getting these random jobs in random countries, working. Yeah. Thirty plus countries, been to forty countries in my life and stuff like that. So. And that's not and obviously. All right. Well, well, people who don't know, you used to play guitar in a band called Old York. Yeah. Which is no longer. Yeah, no longer. Right. Uh, you know what? You do two albums. You tour all over America, all over Europe a bunch of times. Right. Japan. You know. That's awesome. That's great. You know. Okay. What's, what's the next adventure? Right. So, so then I started directing. Well, during which I was doing a lot of music videos and stuff like that, and and then 
doing uh, more lately commercials, and so it's like you're doing your own mini tour. Right. You're traveling to, as you said, Australia. You're traveling to Europe. You're driving to Asia and all these random places where it's like. So you've been to Australia doing doing some kind of musical stuff. Yeah, yeah I did three music videos there for artists in Melbourne. No shit. Yeah, in Australia. So, so. Um, how do you get it? Like, like. How do you get your foot in the door with that kind of shit? You know um, what I mean? Like, it just seems like. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm ignorant when it comes to that kind of shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, learning experience, man. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, my parents are both photographers, so I was naturally into that world. My, my father was more into the nude photography. My mom was in the street photography world. So it's like both those kind of things combined. Um, okay. I was like, you know, what if photos tell a story? And then start doing this and that, and then also my other backgrounds, music. So all these contacts I met through the band and all these things like that, they said, oh, you do, you're a director, you do videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you come over to, for example, Italy and do the same thing you're doing in New York, do videos for us. I was like, sure. And I set up tours, my own thing. Right. Going to Italy, going to this place and do this place and such. And everywhere I met, I met people that knew the band, Old York and stuff like that, or shows we played, and they play in bands, they're playing bigger bands, they're playing pop bands even, who have more money. Right. Well, <laughs> and, yeah, well, yeah. hardcore <laughs> bands have a uh, fucking broke. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you sing about living on the street, you know, that's, you, you are what you give or do you take into the world. Correct. So, yeah, that's why rappers have so much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, I have that. They don't have it, but then the, they say the world, they have it. Of so, course. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So then... So then, uh, when I went to these places, I started meeting either producers or label people or advertising people or anything like that. Just like networking as right. it's going and stuff like that. So during tours, like bring them to shows, bring them to beer, meeting people, taking the day off, extra days to like do my own like network hustle. I guess it's like yeah, man, New York hustle to the world. Absolutely, so, and we all have that kind of a hustle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you need to have that kind of a hustle to survive in New York. Right. People don't get it. People watch it on TV, and they, they just don't get it unless you live here. Right. Because I'm born and bred in Brooklyn, so I get it. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Exactly. Right, you mind right, if I know. smoke? Oh, please, please. Yeah. We're outside. Yeah, yeah, Are we yeah, allowed yeah. to anymore? Uh, I don't think we're allowed to anymore. We're not allowed to smoke yeah, outside yeah. in the public <laughs> park anymore? Probably not. <laughs> Oh, this is great. See, I don't smoke, but it makes me like, why don't I almost smoke just for like the reason? Right. Because everyone's not doing it anymore, so you want to do it. <laughs> right. So, um, so uh, yeah, anyway, like, um, so I started setting up my own tours and things like that, going to these crazy countries. And one crazy thing that happened over another was various stories where it's like, they send you to some country and stuff like that, and send you to Japan, and suddenly they want you to do a video and they want the Yakuza in the background. And you're like, the Japanese mafia? The yeah, you want the fucking Yakuza. We're, we're, we're That's heavy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, the way to work with the Yakuza, you have to meet the leader, or one of the leaders. So I met one of the leaders, it was like an 80s movie. He comes out of his white Mercedes, white pearly teeth, uh, huh. pearly white teeth, and uh, white shoes. And everything like that, like a, like a rap video, slow motion out of the car and stuff like that. And he takes off his sunglasses, he bows at me and everything. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. Oh, you know? boy. Like, and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, oh, shit, off with their head. I think he just said it. I think I learned Japanese off of And then he, um, <laughs> he then uh, just said, oh, very good in English, very good. Like, and he, sh he shook my hand and wanted to- That's a good photo. impression of an, oh, yeah, of yeah. an Asian person. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, and then I, he, he asked me to autograph his t-shirt. I'm like, okay, and autograph his t-shirt and everything. I was like, I don't know what these guys told him I was or anything. Yeah, suddenly, it's, it feels weird, right? It's like yeah. you're in like this little hardcore band, and you go and do your thing. Next thing you know, you're over there with this fucking mobbed up Yakuza dude. Right, exactly. And then and he wants you to sign his shirt. Yeah, his sidekick and stuff like that. It's gotta be weird. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what they said. <laughs> like, yeah, so. So then, uh, then suddenly awesome. you look, I'm just like, we're, we're in a, like a whole dinner table and stuff like that. We're eating, we're drinking, stuff like that. We're having fun. Like they're cool guys, everything. And his one like assistant, like he didn't talk. He was just quiet, just quiet. Those are the ones you gotta be yeah, careful exactly. of. And then I'm looking at his hands and he's missing two pinkies. Oh, and, and shit. And he saw me looking at him and he said in Japanese, my kids were hungry that day. <laughs> He's like joking. Right. Yeah, exactly. Usually. Or did he mean it like he fucking got caught stealing something? Exactly, and chopped. And they fucking chopped his digits off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> digits, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Dude, yeah. that's fucking Give me heavy. Eight. Yeah. Give me an eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me eight five. <laughs> uh, that's fucking yeah. awesome. So, uh, so yeah, that's like one crazy story. And then that video never came out. So I wonder why. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Who was that for? Do you remember what the artist was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, aggressive Dogs. Oh okay. Yeah, oh okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, I've heard of them. I know yeah. them. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so then, just all these other crazy stories that happen. Then, like, I I'm, I'm looking at where all the budgets for videos are, and they're on Korea for K-pop. I don't know if you've seen any of these videos, K-pop videos. They build cities. They build everything. They build like mini towns. Really? And wreck it the next day. They spend so much money on these huge videos. I got, I'll send you a link. Yeah. And they spent so much money on these videos, so I'm like, I gotta go there. So I was like, you know what? I called called people and just like say, hey, how you doing? You know, it's like three in the morning New York time. Hey, how you doing? This guy from New York. I'm, you know, I'm very nice. Blah blah, this and that. But you know, the way to do things traditionally, you gotta go there, shake their hand, meet them in person, go out to the coffee, go to the drinks, go to the karaoke, go out of this, go out of that. You know, everything like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do that. So I just I hopped on a plane one day, went there, and then I go to sleep on this jumbo jet flight to Korea, New York to Korea. And I'm about to sleep, I look outside the left wing, and fucking all this smoke comes out of the plane. I'm like, oh, holy shit. That's not a good situation. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> so then suddenly, the pilot makes an announcement, all this like things spewing out, and like, all right, we gotta turn, we gotta turn around, we're gonna land Detroit, Michigan, <laughs> and, oh. and yeah, and release a quarter million dollars of jet fuel out the window, and all this fuel spewing out and everything like that, turning the smoke, and the navigation system failed. And they said we got in time, we're okay. We landed in Detroit, Michigan. I stayed at, like a Motel Six, with mm. free HBO, free color TV, like the whole in like the eight mile. And I was like, an eight mile. I was like, man, I just want to make my like K-pop fantasy come alive and do these crazy. Right, but now you're stuff. stuck in fucking eight mile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember when I, like a friend was like, "Yeah, I know this guy here and stuff like that, and he'll he'll show you a good time." I'm like, no, I don't I don't want to be shown a good time because I'm gonna leave and something else is gonna happen. I'm gonna right. miss my next flight and stuff like that. So, oh my god! So all these crazy stories happen, and then like going to one country and another. And um, I mean, I could keep going and tell you. Yeah. How did you? Because uh, I know like on the flyer and stuff, and and on your you know all your info, it's like you've worked with like the Dropkick Murphys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did a video for them? Yeah, I did a video for them. I wanted to do something different because that band just plays everywhere. Right. Every, everywhere. Yeah. Like, all the time. And so we took stills of their, like, from 30 shows. And, right. Like, the European tour. And I just put it together and just, like, like blasted it off. What song? Uh, 
out of our minds, I think it's called, or out of our heads. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, you yes. worked with you worked with fucking Sepultura, man. So I'm good friends with those guys. Um, Max Arrow or Derek Green Arrow? Uh, Derek. Okay. Derek, who's actually from this area, who lived here for many years, and he's friends with like all the yeah old '90s guys and the yeah. scene. You know, a lot of a lot of people a lot of people shit on post Max Sepultura. Mm. I think that that Dante was it Dante Thirteen record or something like right, that. It's right, called. Right, right. I think that record fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. There's some great stuff they have and everything. You like can't that. compare the two. Right. Because it's, it's Max like a, Era is Max Era, right. but they're not—they're not a fucking shitty band. Right, right, right. Well, it's—it's it's kind of funny because Max left, and they're like, you know, we're—we're we're on fire. Let's keep going. Yeah. Blim. And then, and then uh, his brother Igor left uh, maybe like five, ten years ago because he's like, you know, I'm—I want to stay with my kids, relax, right. stuff like that. And then he's just big into hip hop or something, isn't Igor? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know him. I don't know. Igor, I think he's actually. a big fucking hip hop head. He's like a DJ and shit now. I could be wrong, but I think that's what I heard somewhere. He's now he's playing with his brother's band, uh, Cavalera Conspiracy. So right. I think he wants to get back out there. So um, and um, but the Sepultura guys are like kind of family. Like when I go to Brazil, they're like, oh, let's have a barbecue. Let's do this. Oh, let's oh that's up. awesome. But, but they're never there. And then right. when they're here, I'm never here. So right. So what video did you do for them? Um. Actually, so there's a few. Oh wait, 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 wait. We got an interruption here. Uh, how would we describe this? that's going on. I don't know if anybody can hear this. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a 2018er on a, on a bike on a fixed gear bike, just doing do, do, e- e- eating dollar pizza, doing figure eights. Figure in the eights, dollar pizza in the right hand, playing "Baby Don't Hurt Me" remix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you hear a little background noise, hey, yeah, it's all right. A little, it's okay. It's little okay. ambiance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Listen, we're in a fucking park. Yeah. So if you want to know about the Sepultura video, um, I was going to do this video called Dialogue for them. Okay. And this whole thing happened of a reason why I couldn't do it. And I was in Brazil, and this is a crazy story. This is this is the craziest of the crazy stories. I'm all he is. Uh, I was doing a video for this pop artist, including going to do a video for them. And then freaking, <laughs> I stayed in my friend's building in Sao Paulo, and I was taking care of his dog. And I go downstairs with the dog, take it for a walk, eight o'clock, seven o'clock at night, you know, normal night, Tuesday night. This is actually exactly four years ago. Okay. Same date, pretty much. Okay. So then, seven, seventeen-story building, up on the sixteenth floor, etc. Going down the stair, or going down the elevator, sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, blah blah blah, lobby. The elevator door opens up, and three guys with machine guns point the guns at me. Uh, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Fire, yeah, you think? Again? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And you hate when you just go down the stairs and... Yeah, okay, so um, <laughs> so then like they point the guns at me, point the guns at the dog and everything, and they're asking in Portuguese the dog bite, and I say in the best accent I can say it. I said, no, he's very friendly, and they said, where the fuck are you from? And I said, I'm from New York. <laughs> America. They're like, oh my God, his money, his money. How much money you have? Of course. Blah blah blah. They take the dog away from me. They put the guns in my back. Bring me upstairs to the room, and inside the room, it's like surrounded with people from the building. Recognized, like tied up in the ground. And I'm like, this is a hostage situation. And there's different guys with guns, like taking people. They they take everything in my wallet. They put everything in the ground. Make a big pile of stuff. Put me in a corner, uh, and tie me up. And, really? And, then, and then I see my roommate and they put us next to each other, translate. 
and they're asking this question like I don't know if anybody speaks Portuguese out there it's like they said the word coffee 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 what is your coffee what's your coffee what's in your coffee how much you have a coffee 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 yeah, coffee I'm trying to break it down yeah tell what it means so then these guys come up like put like machine gun under my chin pistol on my left side of my temple no uh, shit revolver man. on the right side knife on my guitar finger I'm like and I'm thinking I don't care about the guns for some reason I'm thinking about my finger I'm thinking of rock and roll like if they cut my finger off and I'm thinking Tony Iommi could play guitar with his middle finger like this. This is what you're thinking. Yeah, about. I don't know why. I'm thinking of death. I'm thinking because like, you're a half a psycho. That yeah, means. exactly. Right, right. I'm thinking like rock and roll. You know, <laughs> never does, man. So, oh my god. Yeah. So then, like, yeah. So then, uh, guy has with pepper spray and stuff like that, and and they're asking me like. Coffee, 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 coffee. I'm asking my friend to translate. He said, no, no, it's between you and I, you gringo, blah, blah. And then suddenly we hear a noise like, get off me. And they all run away from me. And they run downstairs to get hear what the commotion is. And I like take an XL out and say, what the fuck does the word coffee mean to my friend? He says, it means safe. I said, I don't have a safe. What the hell do I have a safe for? Right. Hell, yeah. So, so, um, so they come back and ask the coffee word and I'm confident. I'm like, dude, I don't have a coffee. I don't have, I don't have that. I have this much. Take it. And they take, go upstairs with my friend, go to our room and take everything. My laptop, my camera, my lenses, everything I was going to shoot, those videos of the reason why I'm in Brazil. Everything. And they took the most valuable thing. A human life, a dog. They took the dog. Fuck. This pit bull that I'm taking care of and I had responsibility over. And I said to myself, I'm going to get this dog back no matter what it takes. And they, the guys left, blah, blah. This was like being like four or five hours of a hostage. I mean, I'm just fast forwarding the story. Right. And I contact my journalist friends down there and suddenly this story goes viral. Everyone talks about the story. Everyone talks about the dog robbery and everything like that. So everyone in Brazil knows this. You can tell Brazilians. Some people, oh yeah, I remember that story. Oh my God, poor dog, poor people. So, Fuck. Yeah, so I'm interviewed by like everybody. One day, I'm sleep, uh, I go to sleep one night, wake up in the morning, my roommate kicks me, wakes me up. He's like, hey, wake up, there's all these journalists here to interview you. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I look in the, in the, in the hallway and all these like, journalists were there with cameras and like journalists are telling me, come on, come on. It's like, give me five minutes to splash my face with water. So like, splash my face with water, I look outside the window, it's all satellite news trucks. I'm like, oh my God. There's so many people here in an interview that we would do scheduling. All right, we'll do years now, years after lunch, years tomorrow, years next day, stuff like that. And we're on every news station about this crazy story. And then I'm on all these major TV shows. Dude, that's talking fucking about the crazy. Dog. Yeah, and, and in the the in the 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 TV show, they raise up a sign with like, if you find this dog, call this number. And the the number is mine. So this is one of the most popular stations, and like on a Sunday night. So we have like hundreds of people calling us and like girls flirting with us like people like saying oh I'll find the dog you know helping us people saying oh I have your dog right here arf, 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 and making fun you know it's like yeah. everyone talking from the Amazon region to the south to Rio to everywhere so fuck yeah so because it was everywhere the story um, a little kid in a slum in favela saw someone walk the dog and they called the cops and arrested some of the guys and found the dog and went back and got interviewed on TV again. I can send you all these links, man. Really? Yeah, oh, that's you fucking can't crazy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, no, you can't make you this can't kind make of shit up. up. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking bananas, that bro. Yeah, and then the videos got canceled and everything So do you, like do, you, do you even find out like what the fuck they meant by safe? Um, 
Because a lot of old school Brazilian people, they put, they don't trust banks, so they put them in your safe. So they hide the safe in like a special uh, place, like somewhere, you know, behind a wall. I thought it was like some like marathon man shit, like is it safe? <laughs> is it safe? Like, yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it could be, it could be misconstrued. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, oh man. Yeah, right, right, right. Fucking dentist and everything. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the dentist. Yeah. Is it safe? Like, what you the know, fuck are you talking about? Like, I, I don't confused. know. What I do you would, mean? For some reason, I get the movie Marathon Man and Running Man together. So I'm like, wait, oh, dude, yeah. the Running Man I, is I, I, Arnold. Yeah, bro. yeah exactly. <laughs> I know. I, like, someone's talking about Marathon Man. I'm thinking, oh, the game show movie and like Sub Zero and they're like, no, 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 the dentist. Wait, yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Around. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, running around the track in park. Right. So I'm like, I get this too. I'm always confused. Nice. But um, but yeah. So all these crazy stories have happened to me in different. Co- I mean, I can keep going. I don't want to. No, no, go ahead, I, man. I, that's probably fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, in India and stuff like that. Like, I'm late for a meeting and like, it's just the meeting is across the street. Where in India? Uh, Mumbai. Okay. I, I've been all over the country. I love it's the second home. And, right. So I hear a lot of great things. I hear a lot of horrible things about it. That it's that a lot of areas are fucking really bad and filthy. Yeah. It, but then I hear that there's some parts that are beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Which that's like everywhere that's too. It, so yeah. I'm speaking like like the same person that watches TV and has like a certain perception about like what Brooklyn is. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, there's good and there's bad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, so, I love Brooklyn. Women's is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Of course. Right, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, no, right. it's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. India is like basically the start of mankind, the the birth and the death of mankind. Because if you look to the right, you see a child being born. You look to the left, you see an old guy dying. It's like I've seen that in one street. That's like something you'd see in India in one street. And then, like, one day I'm walking in India, and it's like, we got a slum, and I see this like kid. He's like, oh, it's cute. He's tying his shoes. He's so young tying his shoes. I'm like, wait, he doesn't have shoes on. Oh, fuck. Oh my god, he's taking a dump. Ah, <laughs> in the middle of the in street. In the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's like raw as shit. Dude. Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> it's just go, go shit. Hey, listen, go shit in a bag or something. Oh, yeah. And throw there, it away. There was like a dumpster. At least go like two feet back. Right. Right there. But he's like set, dead center of the street. Like he like put his measuring tape, found the exact center point of the street and and, and just and just took a nice yeah. shit it's like oh he's tying his shoes he's so young to tie his shoes i didn't learn to tie his shoes no. yesterday you know he's relieving yeah. himself yeah. yeah exactly jesus christ <laughs> so uh <laughs> so then um like for, okay so i'm trying to cross the street in india right um and and i'm going to a meeting i'm late as it is and um so I'm crossing the street, and then I look to the left, and I see this giant Ganesh statue. You know, giant elephant. Right. It's maybe like five stories tall. Huge, huge, like purple. Big stomach and everything like that. And it's coming my way. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and, and suddenly, I just hear drumming and drumming and drumming. And suddenly, I'm surrounded by these drummers. Huge drum circle. And they, they're, then I'm in the middle of the drum circle, and these guys say, here, my friend, take a drum. I'm like, okay. And I start playing a drum and stuff like that. And then all these journalists come over and take a photo. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, you're supporting our cause. I said, I'm not supporting my cause. I'm just in the middle of the street. Yeah, I just got caught but, up in here. I don't even know how I got here. fucking got here. So then 
So then suddenly, there this guy's like, he takes the drum away, and he's dancing. He's like, he's doing all these like Bollywood moves and stuff like that. And then like I, I, I pull like a Pulp Fiction on them, and they have no idea what that is. Of course and they not. This original thing. So everyone starts doing it and doing these dance moves and stuff like that. So we're dancing in the middle of the street. Then they, then the fireworks are going off and all these like explosions and stuff like that. And here I'm just late for a meeting. I'm trying to go to a meeting, but I'm like, this is like the craziest thing. Like, right. you know this, like. Holy dance party! And the guy says, "Oh, you gotta give respect." Oh, okay, okay. He comes over to the like Ganesh statue. He tells me to take off my shoe, and like you know, I give like a little like prayer kind of thing to him. And the like the priest, uh, the Hindu priest, I forgot the name. Okay. He puts like a like the star, the dot in my head, and stuff like that, and says like, "Thank you." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And then they go back to the fireworks, launch like like bottle rockets and everything off, and like blasting things, and I'm like. You know, still like, sweating and late for this meeting. It's hot as hell. Oh my! Wait, look at that! Look at that! Oh, they're dancing. Oh, she's dancing now. The, oh, the dollar pizza. The dollar pizza. pizza two thousand. Yeah. What do you call it? Two thousand eighteen er. Yeah, two thousand eighteen er is uh, just now now dancing and yeah. stripping. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So yeah. So yeah. So then the, then these guys. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> then these so group of guys funny. take me to this down the street where it's called. Uh, uh, what's a uh, Bollywood dance part dance music BDM? <laughs> okay. <laughs> BDM music party. Oh my god. <sighs> and then like so, <laughs> so like they're dancing nonstop. This is awesome. And, oh wow. Look we got at a this. soundtrack in the background that everyone's probably hearing. There's a dog barking for a little while. Oh, is that mesh? I don't she, know. What. She's wearing. Yeah. That's mesh. Yeah. Oh, he's taking it off. Uh, and sports bra and. It looks like uh, looks like the tattoo John Joseph has on his stomach. Yes. Does that look like that? No offense, John Bloodclot. Yeah, right. No <laughs> offense. He's probably down the street right now. So. Yeah, he probably yeah, is. Yeah, but it looks similar. But it does. Not the same placement. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Another person's dancing. Oh my God. This is a party. Yeah. Oh wow. This is like right. the Indian party. Yeah. So, um, hey man, noon in Tompkins Square Park yeah, on a right. nice day. Yeah, look, does anybody work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my god. Okay, so. Oh, uh, they're, they're flocking this way. It's <laughs> awesome. All right, so, uh, well, uh. You're trying to get to this meeting at as hot as balls in India. Yeah, so then, like, <laughs> they're taking me to this, like, uh, BDM party, uh, and then suddenly I leave and. And then I'm like, guys, thank you so much. And I'm dripping in sweat, like like this button-up shirt I'm wearing. I'm like dripping in sweat. I'm like, you know, I might as well have the maiden naked. It's like more proper. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm there. I'm laying. They said, where were you? I said, you don't know the half of it, sweetheart. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, listen, listen, darling. Yeah. I can't just rehash everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just yeah, happened. Yeah. You won't get it. So, um, so yeah. Um, How did you? All right. And also, it said that you worked. In some capacity, with the at the Olympic Games. Yes. Yeah. Where at? Brazilian 2016 Olympic Games. No shit. Um, How the fuck you get that? So one of the contacts I met through a contact. You have like an Olympic guy. Hey. I have an Olympic guy. Yeah, he's Swiss. You know, he's like, hey, hey, Olympic, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Olympian. Uh-huh. Yeah, Arnold, running man or marathon man. Uh, <laughs> running man. <laughs> running man. <laughs> um, so. Uh, one of my producer contacts, he's like, Blake, you know, you're everywhere and we really need help. Um, we shot part of Olympic commercial and we have to finish it and you're Mr. Brazil. You know things in Brazil yeah, that you can get into that we can't. We have to shoot in some places and including like a favela, a slum. Right. I'm like, I got you. And he said, we need, want you to co-direct this Olympic commercial. Great. Official Olympic commercial. In fact, the Olympic commercial voiceover was Uma Thurman. No shit. So. 
it was cool doing a video. All right, so now, uh, speaking of that, and, and I don't know, it just crossed my mind, so I might fuck it up a little bit. Mm. Um, when that was all going on, there was, obviously, you're in a favela, which is the slums. When they were preparing for those Olympics, mm -hmm. was it true that they, like, really, they fucked up a lot of people? Like, like they basically, like, like they destroyed fucking a whole bunch of shit for the games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they had to make land and stuff like that, and most of the areas are in the slum areas, so... Usually what they do in Brazil, they, they pay you a certain amount of money and they move you to like a project, like a, the New York style project. From favela where you basically have freedom, you can walk around. Right. Because I've been to tons of favelas before and they're they're great because they're like, they're called communities. Right, but yeah, but you, you but, but also being an ignorant fucking New Yorker who's never been in Brazil, <laughs> like our favelas like really fucked up. Like you, you Some, take like the wrong turn and it's a wrap for you, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like... Walk into Marcy Project, walk into like, you know, Brownsville projects and stuff like that, and right. say, like, hey guys, how's it going? Can I take a photo? You know, you can get fucked you just, up. Yeah, you it's don't a, do that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. There, there's drug le drug lords, there's drug guys and stuff like that. There's, But there's also working class families, there's people working hard, and that's what majority for right. fellows are. Right, I'm sure that's what they are because obviously the media portrays things in a different light. Right, exactly. So. But shooting favelas where it's like, I had permission to film there and stuff like that, and this guy came up to us and took like his hands like a machine gun <clears throat> to all of us, and like, and the guy who's like watching us, he says, you know, hey, we have to go. And yeah. we to them, it's time to go. Yeah, yeah, you listen so, to that cue. Yeah, of exactly, course. right, right. Yeah, that's the cue. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's times like that, and so, um, like, back to the, the, the Olympics is, it's like, you have to get to favela, so I'm going to get a favela producer who can get us in there. Right. So I had this one contact, he got us in there, and I told the Olympic guys, hey, we need a stack of cash this much. And I'm, like, putting my finger, like, that much. Like two inches high. Yeah, two inches high. I need something two inches high. I convert it to metric system, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> that's what they want. I'm not bullshitting you. That's honestly what they want. So I, I go down to Brazil and I um, stuff, because I can only bring a certain amount of money. Right. So I stuff my pants and my shoes and stuff like that because if I get caught this the Olympics just gave me money to produce this thing right and they want a quick turnaround I said guys you go through the government you have to pay taxes you're gonna lose money we gotta do this you know right straight. this is things I learned from like New York of course learned from like the punk rock scene hardcore scene stuff like that just yeah. like no matter what it takes go do it so we went down there we filmed it and they were so happy with it really and it was like a quick turnaround we did everything they wanted to and I had my name on the Olympics, and it's just... That's fucking awesome, And there's man. a story behind it, too, and smuggling money into the country. Smuggling money. Yeah. Hanging out in favelas. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Having Uma Thurman do your voiceover. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then... Because uh, you, just, you, just, you just actually touched on Pulp Fiction that the Indians have no idea what, the, what it even is. Yeah, what they yeah, exactly yeah. expect. You would dance like in, like, Travolta. Right. Oh, yeah. They Now, like, probably, you see in, like, Bollywood movies, people, like, dancing in Travolta and think it's original. Right. It's like, you inspired the next generation of Indians. Right. Uh, <laughs> A billion people. So, uh, but um, it's funny because that during the Olympic shooting, uh, fi filming of it, um, uh, we were hanging out in um, the the guys. This I found this one location. Like, this this terrace is perfect. This bedroom is perfect. Let's shoot here. And then the one of the guys comes up to me, who's the local. He's like, Hey, by the way, the place you're staying in right now, the place you're shooting, this is the guy who owns this whole place. Just letting you know. And we're like hanging out on his bed, watching TV with oh, him, drinking shit. beers, and they give us like a shasa, you know, the, 
the sugar cane, like rum. Right. Brazilian rum. And uh, we're drinking with them, and I'm like, man, this guy can kill me with like a snap of his finger. Of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, we're good. We paid him as like two inches a stack. Nice. Like we could do whatever we want. So cool, yeah, coolest guy. So um, yeah, always a story every time. Yeah, man. Travel, so that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So now, how about how about? Uh, I mean, obviously, we can go back into other things that you know you've done, being you know a cinematographer and video producer and all that. But what about you? You want to touch on the band at all? Yeah, I mean, the, the band was kind of like a, a gateway. Right. Like, it was it was basically my ship to get to the places I need to. Because right. I was like, you know what? I want a reason to get away for the weekend. I want a reason to travel. Right. I, I love traveling ever since I was younger. So. Right. And shout out to Ted Old York. And right. his... Uh, yeah, he's a good guy, and I like I before we even press record. Like I, I, when I was booking shows, I booked his newer band Swamp a couple of times, and they're dope, dope band. So I don't know if they're still around or anything. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe if they want to do a show, I think they'll just have to get it together and they'll do a show. But yeah, man, for what they were doing, they were they were good. Yeah, yeah, and um, so yeah, so it started with uh, Ted and I met. At, like this random bar when I was like 17 and like I used a, a horrible horrible fake uh, fake ID from St. Mark's it was like New York State is purple nice and I, I paid like $10 extra for a hologram that makes it look more legit but it was the most screwed up terrible fake ID. terrible fake ID and it, it got me into these bars and everything like that and then I met like Ted and then he's like this hardcore guy and I was like we started jamming and then then I brought my <laughs> brother who was a drummer and suddenly bring another guy and then all these friends I met from all the places said, oh, you want to play here? Sure, I want to play here. That was local and then started touring America, bought a van, toured all over down the East Coast, up and down, including we played this anti-racist festival in 2007 in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville is notoriously maybe one of the most racist. Ever. Yeah, I was just so gonna say an anti-racist thing like, in Jacksonville. It was bound to happen. So these like bonehead guys came and shot the venue up that night before. Uh, so the show got canceled. There's always right. the fucking boneheads. Yeah, exactly. So we went to Hooters fucking instead. up a good time. We went to Hooters in uh, yeah, Atlanta. Uh, I mean, in Georgia instead. All right, there you go. Which is like the hometown of Hooters or something oh, like that. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So that was a good festival. A different kind. I guess so. Uh, so. uh so you yeah. put out a couple of records. Listen, man, you went to fucking Europe. You went to Japan. Yeah. I mean, a lot of hardcore, a lot of hardcore bands have been around for fucking twenty years and never been to Japan yet. Right. Right. Exactly. So. You so know. for some reason, you have a way to get around, man. Yeah, it's just you know something about Blake Farber. You fucking traveling, man. <laughs> yeah, including uh, tomorrow, I'm leaving. So. Yeah, where cool. are you going tomorrow? I'm going to Rome tomorrow. Well, One no of my shit. Favorite cities. Never, bro. I never been across I the know. ocean. I love. Food, I've, the furthest I've been from the states is Aruba. That's, That's I haven't it. been there. See, there we go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. come on, man. It's, it's 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 like it's right there. It's not across the ocean. Right, right, exactly. It's across the ocean. I mean, well, not really. Different kind of ocean, but yeah, I guess oh, it's owned by someone besides the states. It's like French and Dutch. Fr okay, yeah, yeah. So, it's, so you can like probably smoke and or uh, yeah, I don't smoke know. water or something. Yeah, yeah I I, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Who knows? So it might be legal. So. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I'm going to Rome tomorrow, and then uh, I'm. What are you doing in Rome? Uh. Things. Well, things, things, you know, doing like, some things. You know, hopefully, no robbers, no things happen. You know, we'll see what happens. So, and then tomorrow, and then uh, going to network even further, keep this party going is right. the Cannes Film Films. Advertising Festival. So, oh no shit. Yeah. So in south of France. So I'm going from Rome to there. 
So Rome for like four days and then there. I hang out with my friend uh, Blasi from Strength Approach. Okay. And um, great guys, great band. And, um, and you know, kudos to them because Rome is six hours to the border in any other country. So they tour all the time. So imagine driving your van six hours to play just to get to the border and then driving to Germany and driving further like that. That's fucking crazy. Because that's why no bands really go to Rome. It's so far out of the way. Yeah. That's fucking determination, man. And, you know, a lot of the genres of music and bands and stuff don't have that kind of a drive. Yeah, right. Right, It's true. Yeah. You know, especially for like not a big payday. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Paid in your gas and yeah, yeah. gas and maybe a hotel room, right. a motel room where everyone's sleeping on the fucking floor. Right, exactly, right. <laughs> you know, people don't get it, but that's yeah. fucking that's that's what bands that's, do. That's what it the is, yeah. majority of the vast majority of bands do. Yeah, even working bands like Sick of It All are still doing that today. And sometimes they get like a nightliner right. plus tour, which is rare. You know, so true. It's, it's tough, man. Um, and, uh, so then yeah, going that the festival and then right after. I'm going to go up to Paris to hang out with some good local friends. Okay. Cro-Mags. Ah, beautiful. With Mike Dijon playing bass on that tour. Oh, that's awesome. So he's playing bass. He's filling in for Harley. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. Well, filling in actually for For Craig Craig. and I'm kidding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for for Craig and and so I want to go, I want to see it. Oh, yeah, so man, of course. Why, why not? And then maybe I'll go hop on with them to the playing the Hellfest, which is like that, that 20,000 people. Yeah. So I'm going to see this big-ass show with them. And then... Have you checked out Mike Dijon's new band? Yeah, of course. Yeah, King's I, Bounty? I did a video for them, actually. Yeah, we're good you, friends. We're, you, we're you, like... Um, actually, he says um, hello, by the way. Hey, what's, hey, what's up hey, there, Mike hey, Dijon? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. And, uh, and Q Unique, Q the singer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Mike. I had Mike and Q on. They have their own episode on here. Oh yeah, yeah. I, so you got to go, ba- go yeah. back in the archives I, and I, check it I out, did. man. I was there. I was there. That's how I, I basically know about you guys. So yeah. Um, and yeah, I saw there was a photo. I think that you took of them like in a hallway for their video shoot. That was. The Am video. I correct? Yeah, exactly. All right. That See, was, I do a little bit of research. Yeah, because uh, a little bit. You know, Dijon. He's so fucking Astoria Queens that he wants to shoot all his videos in Astoria Queens. Uh, so. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. So. There's a thing yeah, about Queen. Well, I get it because like I'm like a Brooklyn guy. Yeah, exactly. So you I get like I shoot you in know. backyard. Right. Shoot you know. Yeah, I'm either Brooklyn or I'll come into the city. That's the thing with Manhattan people. Like, like so many people come and go, so we don't have like accents. Right. Like, some people in Queens or Brooklyn and stuff like that. So, because like I gotta communicate with Italian, I gotta communicate with a Japanese guy, I gotta communicate with this and that. Are you so, fluent in all these languages? No, I just can speak a little bit, like the basics. Enough to get by. Get, yeah, get by and survive and get out of a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> like that, literally. Fuck. Yeah, like Portuguese is yeah. my dominant language for that, so. Well, yeah, well you frequent Brazil, so. Yeah, I'm there very often. So, um, so yeah, so Dijon, King's Bounty, everything like that, and, um, and they, like they toured with Korn and all yeah. these bands, stuff like that. So yeah, man. Cool. Uh, and so, yeah, so they're doing a whole tour, and then I'm waiting on a job in Eastern Europe. So if that doesn't happen, I'll just hop on the the van with the, the Chromax guys and just you know celebrate my birthday in fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah man. If they let me, I'll be the I'll be AJ's guitar tech. All right. Yeah. He'll he'll let me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll let yeah, you. Right. All right. Now here's the here's the weird question that I thought I would never ask. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. Uh, How was it working? I don't know in what capacity you did, but you worked 
with Beyonce, bro. You know, I like this interview because you asked that question nearly last. You, everyone asked it first and first and first, and then I talked. Well, she's not my world, and she's not on my radar. Like, yeah, right. I like some Jay-Z stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't know anything about Beyonce. Oh, I can tell you everything, yeah. And that, um, Well, I mean, just what, you know, in passing, you know, I know she exists. Right, so yeah, exactly. She's not on my radar. I'm not a fan, mm -hmm. but I know that she's Beyonce right. for whatever that's worth, so... Yeah, I had to ask you last. Okay, so like, you know, as I was saying, all these kind of networking kind of things that lead to one job, you know, and being cool to people, they remember you. Right. So a job I did years ago, this guy needed a director, and he saw all the places I've been, all these jobs I'm working, how busy I am, and all these crazy things. And he's like, yeah, Blake was a cool guy, and I need a director. We have to finish this video. He calls me one day. He's like, yeah, we have to finish this video. He acted like it was small, low budget. Tell me you did the fucking all the single ladies fucking thing. Oh, I wish. I wish I <laughs> oh, my I like God. Was, uh, bro, I, I want to slap myself even, like, knowing that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was a video called, oh, okay, I'll, God. Yeah, I'll continue. Uh, yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, he tells me, he's like, yeah, sorry, we don't have much budget, but it'll be great to see you and work together again. And um, I'm producing for this thing. Uh, really nice of him to invite me, and then he says, "Oh, by the way, um, they want to. The artist wants to meet you now. What are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "Nothing. Let's go." And I was just gonna hang up, and I said, "What artist is it?" He's like, "Oh, Beyonce." And he hangs up, hangs up the phone, oh, and I have to go meet Beyonce in like an hour. So <laughs> okay. So I go to Midtown, her office, and meet her, and she's like in the middle of like a 60 minutes interview or something. Right. Coolest person, really nice, and they said they want to shoot the video right away. And so we, you know, <coughs> in the New York Minute, we make it, make it happen, and we shoot the video because she shot some of the video for a video called Countdown. Okay. She shot a video with someone else, um, the director, his name, the it's director's daughter is uh, Tom Petty's daughter. Okay. So, yeah, so she's like a successful I'm a director. Tom Petty fan. Yeah, yeah. I am. Classic. Oh, rest in peace. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he, uh, she's like a successful director and they were friends, they did a bunch of videos together and somehow they had a falling out during this video. I don't know what happened, I don't know anything, but they stopped working together and then suddenly they need to fix the video. Months go by and they, we have to finish the video. They call me as like the, the fixer guy. Yeah. Just like the Olympics thing. Uh-huh. And they asked me to co-direct a video with Beyonce. I'm like, why not? Yeah, why, yeah, why not? And we, we shoot for like uh, a 14 hour day, her like six months pregnant, and she's the coolest, nicest person to work with. Only about eight people are in that room, including her mom. Coolest person to work with, uh, super hardworking, nice, is like inspirational to see. That's Let's see, that, see, shit like that is good to yeah. hear, that, 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 that she's cool and she wasn't, like, like, Obviously, well, not really obviously. If you would have said, yeah, she was stuck up, I'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm not surprised. But yeah. I'm more surprised that she was cool like that. Right, exactly, exactly. So it is it great that she's the coolest person. Usually, like the higher end celebrities I meet, the more talented ones are the nicer ones. And right. when the least talented are the bitchy. Right, yeah. Spoiled ones, so. Yeah. Um, so. Like, anything I see bad press about her and people saying, oh, she's hard to work with, is because they think they have a bigger ego than she does. Right. And she's so talented. And well, maybe she's a perfectionist, and maybe they're yeah, hard is, to yeah. work because she's hard to work with because she wants shit the way she wants to do it. Exactly. Yeah, she is, too. You know? So, uh... Was Jay-Z in the room? No, but supposedly he came to the office the day I left. Where, where, where was... Because I have a little quick... Nowhere near in the capacity that you work with Beyonce, but I have a little quick Jay-Z story. Mm. Quick one. But where was this office? Uh, 
uh, Midtown, it, right. Broadway, and okay, South Times Square. Yeah. All right, because I was. This was probably 2009, mm-hmm. maybe 2010, and I was working on Vanderbilt Avenue at the time, and I'm wa- I'm walking from Penn Station. Mm-hmm. All the way down because it was nice out, yeah. and I have a Jets hoodie on mm-hmm. and a backpack on, and I'm walking. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, the street was kind of clear. It was it was kind of odd because it was a nice day in Manhattan, and the sidewalk was all clear, and there was hardly anybody even like on the street for some reason. And I'm walking down the sidewalk, and right by it was guaranteed it was the, is the it was the office. And I'm looking over probably at my 10 o'clock position, and I see this tall, thin, you know, African American dude, and and an older white guy behind him. And I'm walking, as I'm getting closer, I'm like, yo, he looks really fucking familiar. <laughs> and I'm like, no shit, it's fucking Jay-Z. Right, right. So as I'm walking, I looked at him, he looked at me and I pointed at him, like almost like I knew him, like, right. yo, what's up? And he pointed it back at me and he gave me a pound and he was like, yo, go Jets. And I was like, yo, have a good That's one, bro. Awesome. And he was like, yo, have a good one, bro. I'm like, yo, take it easy. And he was walking into that building and I just, walk, and like, you know, about half a block later, I'm like, yo, that was just so fucking, like, what are the yeah. chances of that? Awesome. Like, awesome. I just gave Jay-Z a pound, like, yo, what's up, That's man? Nice He's like, yo, go Jets. Go Jets. And that was it. You could have worn uh, giant shirts and he would have hated you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah, had no idea. Yeah, no but idea. then I'm like, oh, shit. And this is still when flip phones were around. I'm like, oh, I should have took a fucking picture together. Yeah, I'm like, sidekick. But, <laughs> right. But but I didn't think that way. Plus, it was just cool that he just did that for a second. Yeah, I don't know, nice. It was just a weird random fucking thing. Like, that's Jay-Z. And how did I fucking that just nice. bump into that guy? Yeah, that is awesome. So that's my little stupid Jay-Z story. That is cool, though. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. I'm well, like, what the fuck? Their offices are, are across each other. Like, the buildings are across from each other. Right. So, so he might have been going from one to the other. Just crossing the street. Yeah, I, I I told him to build a sky bridge. Yeah, like, might as well. But it was weird because there was no entourage. There was no people crowding him. Right. It was just a, just that one weird moment that there was no one on the street, and it wasn't like it was being blocked off for him. It was just mm-hmm. that's just how it was. Right. I don't know. It was just it was just odd looking back at it. That's great though. He, he like went that far out of his way to do that. Yeah, it was just like we kind of just met up at the same spot. I yeah, pointed like, at him <laughs> like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, what's and up, he was man? like, "Yo," and he like gave me like a pound. They're like, "Yo, go." Jets, give me a little hug. That's awesome. Oh, this guy wants some trail mix. Yeah, this guy wants trail mix. Yeah, I have trail mix. Do I have any you know spilling out of my pocket? Yeah, I think you do. Do I? Trail mix. Nice. That's that's something good to say. Um, Uh, Yeah, so so we're back in the studio with Beyonce, his other half. Um, All right, so that went good. Actually, funniest story is. Dijon was uh, recording with the band Sainam with the yes. guy Justice from yes. Trapped in Her Eyes. Yep. And uh, so they're recording with that guy Dean, and I need a, a driver, a van. So I call him up, he goes and picks up all his gear, and we, go to, we drive it to Beyonce's house. We drop it off, and I'm like, with like Dijon Justice, and they're like, hey man, you're, you're helping out working on a Beyonce video. Like, shit man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of fucking cool, cool, man. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. You're not getting a bit, you know, as far as, you know, celebrities and whatnot, if you're into that kind of stuff, you're not getting bigger than Beyonce. Right, right, exactly. You know, who's bigger? Maybe Madonna, because she came first. Right, you know right, what I exactly. mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, of all the, like, the divas and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's fucking awesome, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's cool. So, um... And then, and then since we're on, I guess it's the same thread, I guess, mm. the same kind of deal. You also worked with fucking John Mayer. Yeah, so um, that was with uh, my friend. His name is Andre Gill. He's a music, uh, well, producer and musical director, and he worked with Alicia Keys. He, I like Alicia Keys. He played piano and all that stuff, and he, he like musical 
directed all her stuff, including the Grammys and such like that. Yeah, really cool. And he connected me with this thing called um, Gigging, which was a site in late 2000s. It didn't really go anywhere. It was like a social media site. If you need musicians, you go on this site. Hey, I need a cello player. I need a guitar player. And so on. You go on this and like social media networking. And something happened. It fell through. But they got all these celebrities involved, including people like John Mayer, Alicia Keys, um, Mackie Gone. And they put me as one of like the as the main people too. So I'm with like all these main stars, including them. Yeah. So it was pretty. It's pretty cool to do. Yeah. That, so. so you probably had you probably had a lot of oh shit moments, no? Yeah. Like you ever been sitting there and just be like, how the fuck did I get here? Like who am I surrounded by? And like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially in some random countries and stuff like that. So you know, one thing is like I could do the whole LA and Hollywood thing, but I, you know, I can't do that. I don't like it. I like traveling, meeting re- real people, and seeing the yeah, world. Yeah. Of course. So. Man. Like it. Like, so getting these kind of little Hollywood and celebrities are cool and everything, but nothing beats like walking down the streets of India and seeing a kid tie his shoes. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. He's not tying his shit again. Yeah, like, man. That is like, like those things I, I, I love more than anything. Or having fucking guns pointed at your head by uh, some. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah. That's celebrities, too. Um, Fuck. So, um, yeah, man, there's, there's so many more stories I could tell you. Uh, like, and, and then one other thing is. I worked with Rihanna before she was even Rihanna. Right. Um, when she was just some like Caribbean girl from Trinidad. Right. Who came to America and I, I did an interview for her. It's a really small thing, and she was the sweetest, nicest person I've ever met. I wonder how she is now. I, I don't know, but the funniest <laughs> thing is, from actually Jay-Z's company, which I was working with recently, they asked me last year to do a Rihanna video. It's called uh, Sex With Me. And of like, course it is. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make this video because I'm gonna tell her. I don't know if you remember me, but I worked with you years ago. And you were the nicest thing. And she's like, I wish you the best of luck in your career. You know, you know, let me know how that's going, stuff like that. Like, that's so cool to give you, like, wish you that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I want to just say thank you to her, like, if I ever meet her. All right. So it's kind of like a little bit of closure in that yeah, exactly, little Exactly. Right. Right. Closure, or like maybe opener for something else. Uh, well, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, man. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, did I ever tell you, you know about the Second Avenue explosion? I might, but for the people who, uh, who are listening, they probably don't. Okay, in the East Village, Lower East Side area. And we're only, what, a block away from Second Avenue? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, more or less, yeah, exactly. So I'm walking back from this meeting, and then I see these guys like, right outside this Japanese restaurant, or right outside the residential building of the Japanese restaurant. I'm like, at 4 o'clock, who runs into a Japanese restaurant? They're that hungry? Oh, that's weird. Right. And then I start smelling gas. That was strange. Keep walking down the street. La, 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 la. You know, that's how I walk. I say la, 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 la when I walk, so. <laughs> Suddenly, 15 yeah. seconds later. Don't we all? Half, yeah, don't we all? <laughs> half a block later, 15 seconds. Boom! The building blows up behind me. What the fuck? And I turn around to smoke, and I think it's like, are they filming something? Are they doing it? There's no signs, no crew. And then it's just quiet. Everyone, and hear alarms go off, cars drive away quickly. This person jumped in the car, drove away, and windows are blown out, sirens going off, and it's just like a war zone, like saving Pride Ryan, slow motion kind of thing. What's going on? And I turn around and I start walking towards the building and people are walking away. So people are running away and then some other people start walking towards the building and running towards the building. And I run towards the building and I'm filming all this, of course. Yeah. 
And as I'm getting close to the building, I put my phone in my pocket, run towards it, see what's going on. And this is guy in the basement and a bunch of us, just random people grab him, pull him out safely. And people yelling, the building's gonna explode again. Everyone back away, it's gonna explode again. I don't know what's going on. Grab the guy full of dust in his face and put him in the corner and uh, back away. The whole thing goes black smoke. It's a deep, like, hot ass fire. No like, shit. Thick fire. The what whole caused thing. that? Was it like a gas explosion gas or some explosion, shit? Which is a big problem in New York and these old buildings. Yeah. Oh. It might have been the. I think I know which one you're talking about because it's happened before. It happened before in Harlem. A year before that, too. Okay. And I knew it was gas because I smelled gas and I heard this happen before. It's actually a slumlord move that. Uh, uh, slumlords were trying to tap off the gas. So right. they use like, they don't use Con Edison or like, you know, registered people. They have to use like some unlicensed guy right. who doesn't know what he's doing. And so, so like they did a bad job and the thing with the gas leak is you turn on the light, it sparks it. So, Fuck. who knows, someone could have went to the bathroom and turn on a light or turn off a light, who knows? And that's some it, shit. The whole building just Two o'clock in the morning, you gotta go take a piss. You get up in the middle of the night, you throw on the bathroom light, next thing you know, you're in pieces. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Fuck. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I hate when that happens, too. Yeah, that hate sucks. When that happens. Yeah. <clears throat> that could interrupt the flow of your day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the trail mix guys. Yeah, the trail mix guys. Yeah, he wants okay. to check mix, you know. Hey, wait, wait, what's upgrade? Check, check this. Check. <laughs> uh, no, that key foods brand. Okay, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so. Um, We're terrible. Yeah. If only Jeez. people could see what we see. Oh, my God. Oh. Shit. Was that drug deal? I got to put my glasses on. Was that? Could be. Could be. Who knows? That's pretty. That's too easy. Though. It absolutely just was. Yeah. Right. It yeah. absolutely just yeah, was. A drug deal in front of us. Yeah. And then. Uh, Welcome to Tompkins Square Park, right, ladies exactly. and gents. Oh, and then our uh, 2018er friend is back. Yes. So okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can get wrapped up and just start talking about things yeah. here that are going on around us. We got a little dog running around park over there. Yeah, making smoke and yeah. everything. And yeah, it's yeah, a nice yeah. little thing. We have any syringes around us? Oh, yeah. You what, might, were you, what were you saying before? So, looking so for the caps? One thing I learned is that you look at uh, the caps around, like they throw in the, like the, the dirt. And usually... Like bottle caps. They bottle caps and these like junkies are fancy, so they make Pellegrino caps because it's metal and it's like a fancier like beverage. Yeah. It's European, so it's classier. Right. So, they so I'm going to cook up my junk in yeah. a fucking Pellegrino fucking yeah. cap because Same I'm fancy. Cap. Exactly. So you might see... I, you know, I don't see as many caps anymore, but the summer comes around. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, hey, uh, look like 130, 230. Right. Can you see? If you look at direction. 130, 230. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and look downstairs. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Bro, it's like I've been girl without, like, yeah, girl it, spread. It's, 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 female it's, spreading. It, yeah, but it's, 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 it's atrocious. Yeah. It's, 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 wow. it's, it's, We're surrounded here. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Guy jump rope behind it. Look at this. Of course. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, my God. This okay. guy minding his business on his little Mac, on his little laptop over yeah, there. Yeah, right, right, right. People screaming, jump roping, yeah. dogs. Right, right. Um, all right, so. <laughs> Back to the story. Listen, this is gorilla podcasting, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about. Uh, <laughs> live. Times yeah, Park. Exactly. Uh, uh, so, uh, so I post the video on social media. Which video now? I got the like video, I lost. Okay, sorry. Hey, Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna. Explosion. Explosion. I'm all fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I'll post explosion video right. on you on on like Facebook. You can check my Facebook page. Okay. And. 
the thing goes viral. It goes viral. Like, quarter million people watch this video of this explosion, or like after the explosion results, and, and then so like, I get phone calls from New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Daily Mail, you know, like all these like Buzzfeed calls me, and all these people like wanna know what happened, like I have insider scoop, and they said, meet me on, on 2nd Avenue and 6th Street, and we can interview you, and even like Telemundo calls me, yeah, Nesto Domingo, or something like that. Yeah, oh, you know, fuck. they call me like, uh, so, uh, so like all these people, uh, I'm doing interviews for all these people, just like the dog thing. So I'm interviews yeah. for like what I saw the explosion, and then they all say, "Oh, you're a hero." I'm like, "I'm not a hero." Yeah, you're a hero. You see this guy? I said, "No, it was like a group of us. It was a team thing. It's not one person." But they started pointing at me that I'm the hero. So New York Times comes out the next morning, and they put my name, like, filmmaker, like save this person. I'm like, New York City hero. I'm like, what? Yeah, like, really. I'm like. No, it was like a group of us. It was like New Yorkers doing this thing. I'm trying to make it clear. Right. One person, you know, it's cool. Thank you for the credit. But no, right. it's a group of people coming together every day in New York kind of thing. Like that. Yep. So, and then suddenly, fast forward, I tell this story to my friends. And then I get a phone call and I pick it up and it's the Red Cross. And they want to honor me at the annual gala. Oh, shit. Like, uh, selecting heroes of the year. And they selected mine and they gave me a medal. No shit. So, yeah. That was crazy. That's pretty fucking cool, that man. That's pretty crazy, yeah. So, Fuck. Oh, man. So, yeah, just just many of these kind of crazy incidents happen. Yeah. And so, what I'm trying to say is, through all these stories and all these places I've been, I wrote a script. Okay. A movie about this guy who's a musician who goes around and he gets offered to do a tour and all these crazy things happen, whether it's Japan, whether it was in China, whether it is in Brazil. Right. And it just breaks down, goes crazy. Nice. And so that's the film that I'm working on now. Okay. As something bigger to look at, so. That's awesome. So, yeah. Good. Maybe so, I could talk to you about a script when you're done. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, don't, don't do it now because people steal it. No, yeah. I'm not saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just wanted to throw it out there yeah, right exactly. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, dope, man. Yeah, right, right. Cool. This was fucking cool. I'm sure we can go off another fucking two hours. Oh, yeah, and look at two o'clock, which is like yeah, some yeah, yeah. penniless yeah. wonder. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's fucking brutal. Yeah, right. About, 400, uh, about 265 pounds. <laughs> Of love. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tompkins Square Park. Yeah, well, great to be back home. I, I love coming back to New York. Dude, I love New York City, bro. Yeah. All the degenerate shit and all the fucking filth. But then again, it's fucking awesome all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's right. just fucking... It's... It's, it, it's great. But the summer, all the students are gone and all the crazy people come out to Oh, play. yeah. It's oh, fun. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I could sit in fucking... In, in the village and fucking just people watch all goddamn day. Yeah, exactly. It's entertainment, man. Right. And give hugs to Jay Z and stuff like that. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Give pounds to Jay Z yeah. in Midtown on random fucking. Yeah, it's good shit. Right, right. Well, listen, what? Uh, where can people find you? This, that, and the other thing. Um, do you want people to find you? Nah. Do you want people to harass nah, you? I want to. I want to sleep. I get. I get calls at like five in the morning, so I don't sleep. And right. Oh uh, yeah. So. Um, well, I mean, you film shit, whatever. And plus, you, you send me links or whatever. I'll put all the links and stuff, you know, attach it to the podcast and whatever so people feel like clicking on shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you know? all that stuff. And making of stuff is always fun. Yeah. Like that thing I did in Thailand with that girl jumping off a building. And, here, here, let me, let me show thing you. thing in Thailand? Yeah. You, you, didn't, you didn't fucking tell me that. Um, tell the listeners that. Tell the listeners. The listeners. Oh, shit. 
Let's see. Okay. He's pulling up his fucking Thailand folder. Thailand folder, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I gotta do folders. Well, the bro, I'm I'm OCD like that too. I know yeah, where all my shit is. I have to be organized like that. So, yeah, me uh, too. When you got a lot of shit going on, see, 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 this guy's prepared for class. Oh yeah, because there's someone says like, oh, tell me about your work. Oh, here we go, quick, because you have like two minutes to right. go, and then you're done. Right. Uh, so you need to be prepared. Yeah. Exactly. And which you're organized, and that's a good thing. So uh, it was Christmas Day where I shot this. And, um, How long ago? Christmas Day, last Christmas. This Christmas, okay. Last morning. Christmas, like George Michael. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. So this is what we shot. Uh, oh shit! In Bangkok, the rooftop. I'll put a link in here. And yeah, man, send me that. We had this girl jump out the building, and this was for a tampon commercial. Tampon commercials these days are awesome. Yeah, bro. We had two cameras and everything. Sick. So she's what like on like this zip line type thing, and she's literally jumping off the building to a structure that's built outside off the building. On the side of the building. On the side, yeah, and it's fucking crazy. And, and if you look at this, the crane here, look at the track. This is what's fucked up with the track. It, the track goes right to the edge. Usually you put a safety you put right. on it, but and this was sliding right off, and these guys pulled And the it. building in the background looks like it's fucking Oh, yeah, that's just like, an ar- up like and- a hip architecture thing or something like that, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so. That's in Thailand. There's no safety, anything, this the thing, this rig could fall off and, you know, goodbye. Dude, so, sick. But that was great. Yeah, send me that link. I'll fucking I'll post it with the, along with the podcast. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? Here? I don't know. Oh, don't okay. want to know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Um, so how was your Christmas? Uh, my, I don't know. My Christmas was fine. Yeah. It was good. yeah. yeah. As long as my daughter has a good time doing Christmas that's, time. So that's that's what it's about. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm my girl, my girl, and my daughter. Everyone has a good time. That's all that matters. Right. Yeah. So I'm a little young to kids i mean personally i think i am right how old are you i'm actually turning 33 this month okay. so, so i think like i'm not ready i'd rather get like a career stable and everything i, I don't and then, blame you and i love kids and you know just all right not not yet like i, I listen man i hear you you know i want to like live your life yeah travel and do, around and do your thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah first and then and then like you know bring, bring the kids in the world and show them the world yeah. like, I think. that's the next thing that's a smart thing so, man yeah um so blakefarberfilms.com uh, BlakeFarber.com. BlakeFarber.com. Yeah. So the, and then Blake Farber Instagram and stuff like that. You can see the crazy things I post and like, like more people like without pants running around the streets. Right. X. <laughs> Who knows? Nice. So like, um, oh man, like if this phone could talk, like right. the things I could show you on this. Like, look at this. I took a photo of the Steadicam guy. It looked like the Carnivore album. Probably. Yes, it yeah. definitely <laughs> looks like the front yeah. of Retaliation. So, like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Good shit, man. Yeah, so that was cool. And of course they had no idea what the hell that was. Of course not. All right, cool. Well, listen, I'm going to have to fucking trek and go get a train. Oh, I, yeah. I wind up having it. Yeah, I have to get the R train back to Bay Ridge because I got to go to work. But tell me about the turtle. Is it okay? Um, Boris, my, my daughter's turtle, Boris, the Russian tortoise, <laughs> has, has not been feeling well. And tomorrow morning, we were supposed to do this tomorrow, but I completely forgot that tomorrow I have to bring the tortoise to the vet. So I will give you an update tomorrow after oh, I get out of the vet. Yeah. So everybody, you know. This, this podcast is dedicated to tortoise. Yeah, to Boris, Boris the Russian tortoise. Yeah. But he's still with us, so it's not dedicated to him yet. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for his 
for his for, yeah. for his recovery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but don't tortoises last like 200 years? They do. Well, well, this one they say the Russian tortoises with good health and everything could last at least 40 years. Wow. I'm not sure how old he is. My daughter has him since she was two. My daughter's eight, mm -hmm. so obviously it's at least six years old. But it could be 20 years old. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm gonna find out all this stuff from the vet tomorrow. Wow, that's and cool. I will keep everybody posted please, on please, the please. health and well-being of Boris the Russian tortoise. Yeah. <laughs> that's the greatest thing. Man. My daughter named it, so it's Boris the Russian tortoise. Yeah, this is awesome. Yep. All right, man. Well, listen. I'm sure we can go on and on. No, but thank you for to... doing this thing, dude. And thank you. Your time. Th and, thank you for taking your time, and, man. You know, not just doing about music and doing about everything else. Yeah, like, man. I try to going. switch it up. I try to switch it up. And listen. It's like, you know, sometimes people's schedules are a little bit difficult, but I make shit happen. You know, I yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, I'll adjust my schedule and time management, man. You know, nobody is always, nobody is that busy to take an hour out. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you, if you plan it or whatever, listen. Right. You make shit happen. Yeah, If yeah, you want exactly. to do something, you wind up doing it. Right. If right, you don't right. want to do it, you'll make excuses. Right, exactly. And you won't do it. Or you just get an assistant, an intern, to help you. <laughs> to ah, help you nah, yeah. fuck all that. And no, I mean they'll be free. Like you can, like you work in radio, so you can get like an intern from like NYU or something like that. Like that technically true. I know, right? Yeah, you could. Like if you were like crazy. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to like them. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah and right, it's right, not right. gonna happen really. Yeah, too exactly. easy. Right. Exactly. So that's yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. So you can't be too busy. Yeah. Right. Can't be too busy. You have yeah. to make shit happen, or else shit doesn't happen. Right. That's that. Exactly. Cool, man. Well, listen, I appreciate your fucking your time. Oh, thank you. And this will be posted. Well, obviously, people will be listening to it already, but I'm going to post this on Friday. Awesome. Friday at noon, it'll be up. Great. I'll be in. It'll be <laughs> well, I'll tag you in yeah, it and yeah, whatever. Yeah, whenever, yeah. It'll be up there forever. So whenever you want to listen to it, awesome. you can go back and listen. That's All right, bro. Awesome. Blake, my man. Oh, thank you Thanks, so much buddy. Now, la last thing, just everybody, the easiest thing to do is go to Blast Furnace Productions on Instagram. Hit the link in that bio, and that can send you everywhere where where the podcast is at. So that's the easiest thing instead of fucking letting you know 95 different social media things. Okay. Blast Furnace Productions on Instagram. You hit that link, and you'll find the podcast wherever it's at. All right? Now, uh, that's it. I got to go fucking jump on the train and go to work. But for now, we're over here now. Later.